accountability. You know, they get the same board seat that the woke general gets for failing. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. And that's why this Monday is so critical. Hey, we just have to send a message. I understand it's going to be minus four, but if I can get my Florida butt back up here, I, I have gotten significantly softer living in Florida as it, when it comes to being minus four. Right? There was a time I could handle this. I was like, I'm a big outdoorsman. You, know, you live in Florida. Now, I can also deal with like 120 with 4,000% humidity. It's a little different, right? You, your body acclimates. It's probably age too, though I don't admit that lightly. If I can get back up here, everyone can get back up here. We can get out. We can participate in the caucus process. Don't forget, like, just like every other aspect of this thing for the last few years feels like it's been a psyop because it has. You know, they're trying to get you to have that apathy. They're trying to get you to sit up. You know, Donald Trump is winning by 7,462 points. You should stay home. That's what they're trying to do. Because they want to say, when you win by even a large margin, they'll say, see, the walls are closing in. There's blood in the water. You know, the deep state's preferred candidate in the billionaire donor class, Nikki Haley, is surging rapidly. Well, because everyone's like, ah, oh, we're winning by so much, we're sat at home. Like, why would you go out? It's minus four. Don't think that way. Again, as evidenced by the call with Chris Christie and Ron DeSantis yesterday and Nikki Haley, right? They're working at this point for the Democrats. They're working for the D.C. insiders. They want you to stay home so they can drag that out, so the consultant class can say, no, 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 we should fight this primary for another six months so that we can take, what was it, what did Jeff Rowe take from Ron DeSantis, about 68% of every dollar raised in $200 million super PAC, so we can keep enriching ourselves. That's how it works. That's the game. And Trump's exposed it. And that's why they're never going to stop. So, you know, I just want to thank all of you guys in this. I get it, man. It's, it's, it's been brutal. I, I can promise you no one probably understands that uh, better than me, other than perhaps my father. But what we're fighting for is worth it. Uh, what, what we're trying to gain back is worth it. Uh, when you look at what my father was able to accomplish when he was in charge, it's astounding. But it's more astounding when you actually realize what he was actually up against. You know, the Republicans weren't with him, right? Paul Ryan shut down the wall. What could go wrong? Now we have, you know, 15,000 people coming across a day. We're throwing kids out of their high schools so we can house illegal immigrants. You, by the way, the American taxpayer, have the privilege of paying for that. It's not just you. It's not just you paying for you and your kids and your grandkids and trying to give them something. You have the privilege of paying for now millions of more people coming here illegally, many of which, and, you know, Frankly, I think it's intentional. We'll probably never actually pay into that system. They will become dependent because that's what the Democrat Party today offers. They, if you are a dependent, as long as you vote for them, they'll keep taking, you know, they'll give you a little bit of something and you too can eat cockroaches while Bill Gates, you know, is eating filet mignon and you too should sit at home and not drive your car while they fly in a G5 that burns more fuel in one hour than you will burn in your entire lifetimes. And you should have nothing and own nothing and be happy. That's not the America I grew up in. That's not the American dream. But it's what they'd have you believe is true. I mean, I, I'm watching, like, every day it literally feels like I'm waiting for, like, Ashton Kutcher to jump out of a cake and being like, ah, you're being punked. <laughs> no, you know, seriously. Like, you know, I'm watching videos, you know, yesterday, high schools in New York. Kids, we're going back to remote learning, which failed miserably. 
so that we can house illegal immigrants in there. Hotels in New York, here's your voucher, and you're staying in a $500 a room night forever. We'll keep paying for it. Veterans in their 80s being thrown out of nursing care facilities again. You know, they want to take that guy who's served his country, paid his taxes for 80 years, throw him out under the streets so that they could give someone who came here illegally free room and board in perpetuity. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to believe, right? Everyone give, they give you a hard time, like, oh, you're not allowed to say Manchurian candidate. I'm like, no, 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 just let's play it out. If you were trying to destroy America from within today, what would you do differently than today's Democrat Party policies? And I don't say Joe Biden because, in all fairness, like no one believes this guy's in charge of anything. I mean, he's not in charge of his own faculties, let alone like decisions. But someone is, and he'll gladly sign it. Right? I mean, he can't find his way off a stage like this. Like that is. No, I mean, hey. Everyone makes a mistake. No one makes a mistake like every day, right? He falls upstairs, he falls downstairs. He can't find his way off a stage. He can't remember who he's introducing. You know, I got to watch the Jill Biden interview. Oh, you don't see how hard Joe works. I go, anyway, he's been on vacation, statistically proven, 40% of his presidency. I mean, you know, everyone likes a little vacation. If you're the president of the United States, you don't get to vacation. You certainly don't get to vacation 40% of the time. That said, when you actually see him in action, you say, maybe he's better off on vacation. Or maybe we are. Because it hasn't worked. I hear about Bidenomics, Bidenomics. I'm like, again, hey, man, full disclosure, I'm the son of a billionaire from Manhattan. And if I'm pissed off when I go to the supermarket, you know, like, I, I mean, like, I'm not supposed to notice the difference. <laughs> you know, if, I, I can, listen, I can be intellectually honest. I'm not pretending like, you know, like, if I'm like there, I, I was with my kids. We came back from a trip. I took two of my boys on a fishing trip, and I came back. We were in Anchorage Airport in Alaska. So I was on maybe one of those planes that the doors keep flowing off. <laughs> we went to McDonald's for an 11-year-old, a 14-year-old, and me. And it was $39. Yeah. And I, like, like I said, if it was 50 bucks, it's probably not. I'm not telling them not to get whatever the heck that they were getting. But if I'm sitting there being like, man, that's crazy. Like, what's it doing to someone making 60 grand, working their ass off? I'm not supposed to know, and the politicians that we have representing us in D.C., they don't even get it. They don't even notice. Or they couldn't care less, and that's probably worse. But they couldn't because they keep doing it over and over again. It's Einstein's definition of insanity, right? Do the same failed thing over and over again and expect a different result. Like, that's not going to happen. We actually had good prosperity. The lowest income Earners were actually gaining under Trump. Those policies were working. We were holding China accountable. Yeah. Now, it's like China sitting there. This is the greatest thing that could ever happen to them. Yeah, guess what? The billion dollars they gave Hunter Biden, that's the greatest return on investment in the history of investing. And just so we're clear, they're not morons like us. They don't give a billion dollars to a crackhead, I can assure you. They're not looking to diversify their portfolio managers by investing with crackheads. Only we're dumb enough to do this kind of stuff. They gave them that money for a purpose, and it's paying off. And we have people in D.C., even on our side, who aren't all that interested in looking at it. Guess what? Because they're all probably on the take as well. 
So we have an opportunity to do something, but we have to do it soon, and we have to do it now. Honestly, at this point, I, I do believe if, if we don't sort of all get together as a country in this election, that's over. I mean, they, you know, what, what they're trying to do, the things they're implementing, the rights they're infringing on, you know. If you're in J6, because you, you broke a window, you're in jail for 17 years. You know, if you burn down a target in an entire city block in Seattle, Portland, Kenosha, that's like, wow, you're a, you're a hero. Like, I, I'm trying to understand this one, but, you know, uh, when I ask them to explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old, they can't do it, but it doesn't matter. They're actually still doing it. Again, the people who've screamed about fascism and democracy, you know, the loudest seem to be acting a lot like fascists. You think that stops? You think that gets better if it's not Trump? Or do you think this is just the gateway drug for them to going all in? Uh, to me, that's a no-brainer. You know, and like I said, for me, it, it was a lot easier to be a real estate developer from New York City. And make a lot of money. I got invited to all the cool person parties. But I actually believe in this stuff, and I believe in our country. And I, wanna, I have five young kids, and I know how that happens now. Got some new hobbies. <laughs> but now that I got them, we got to actually leave them a country that they recognize. Uh, that they can live that American dream. And so we just got to get out there and do that. We got to treat Monday as though we're 10 points back. Uh, again, they want that apathy, the consultant class, the media. They, they're, they're trying to create the narrative of failure. You can just see it because they say these things out loud at this point. Like It's like you know, you're, everyone owes their conspiracy theorist uncle a big apology for the last like seven years because they were right about everything. The media got virtually nothing correct. Uh, but it doesn't stop them from doubling down, doesn't stop them from telling you that they're the elite, they somehow know better. Um, it's a problem, and I think we can rectify that. It starts right here in Iowa. So I just want to thank all of you guys for all of your efforts. I know that, you know, like I said, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to be a conservative. Uh, it's less easy being vocal about that. Uh, it's much harder being a Trump-supporting conservative. But what we're all fighting for is so worth it. It's so important. And honestly, I think you know, America's the last bastion of any of this. I mean, when we look at some of the people, we say, hey, they're just like us. You know, the U.K. Like, you know, if you misgender someone, they'll put you in jail for two years, just so we understand where we're going. You know, it used to be like, they're like us. You know, unless you call a dude, you know... A dude, <laughs> right? It's like, you know, yo, you grew your hair out a little Yeah, I've had a mullet too. It doesn't make me a chick, but, you know, I can pretend. Uh, you know, New Zealand and Australia, you saw the draconian lockdowns. Hey, our friendly neighbors to the north, Canada, they're a democracy kind of, right? Yeah, they're arresting reporters in the streets for asking about, you know, questions that reporters should ask. Questions that reporters in this country should ask, but they're too busy being regime propagandists. They're not journalists. Like, you know, come on. If today's media was doing for the Republican Party what today's media does for the Democrat Party, the Federal Elections Commission would be in there and say, hey, these are in-kind contributions. You know, you're working for them. Uh, and let's just say you've way exceeded your max. But again, it's not just our ideas versus the Democrats' ideas. It's our ideas stymied, shut down, canceled by big tech, trillion-dollar institutions, the mainstream media, while their nonsense, their lies, are artificially boosted by the same thing. So we're not in a fair fight. We can't pretend that we are. 
And again, and that's why it's going to take someone as strong as a Trump to actually change something. Someone who does have the guts to do something about it. Someone who could have gotten out of this three years ago, said, hey, I did what I needed to do. I checked off another incredible accomplishment box. Let's just move on and have a good life. But, but he understands what's happening. It's why he got in this to begin with. Right. Promise you, he had it pretty good. I got, I got to piggyback off of some of that stuff. It was easy. It was, you know, it, 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 was, it was pretty good. But now that we're in this, we're not going to stop because it's not what we do. We fight. And what's sort of interesting, you see it going on today in New York and yesterday in Atlanta. And people are starting to get it. Again, the attacks, it's so ridiculous, right? The prosecutor in Atlanta happened to hire someone to try a criminal case who'd never tried a criminal case before. Paid him almost three-quarters of a million dollars. Uh, oh, and they happened to be sleeping together and going on vacations, lavish vacations together with that money. I mean, it's over and over again. Oh, the one in New York. They're going to visit the Biden White House. I'm like, so you're going so criminal fraud. What does that have to do with the Biden White House? Why are you going there to meet there? Unless, of course, you're doing what everyone knows they're doing. So what's nice about it, as brutal as it is for us to deal with on a daily basis, is they're showing their hand. You understand the game that they're playing. By the way, if they'd done one, Pick one and, like, see it through. But, like, again, a thousand years and, like, the death penalty? I don't know. Doesn't seem, doesn't seem fitting. So I think we've woken up a lot of people. Uh, I think they understand right. what we've lost in the last few years. They understand the lies that they've been pushed. You know, it's, it's not coming out, you know. Joe Biden can go up and then tell you that Bidenomics is doing such a great job. But, like I said, if I can feel it, everyone can feel it. And everyone does feel it. So for me, as I travel around the country, as I do this stuff, like, I can assure you uh, the enthusiasm is unlike anything I've ever actually seen before. So you know, let's get out there on Monday. Let's make sure everyone shows up. Call all your friends. If I can get my butt back up here in minus four, uh, you guys can get all your friends out uh, to vote. Let's finish this thing early. Let's finish it strong. So just thank you all so much for what you're doing. And really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. American guys, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll All right, we're live. 
on War Room. This is John Fredericks filling in for uh, Steve Bannon. Steve will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're live here. We just heard from you. Just heard from remarks from uh, Donald Trump Jr. coming here to the Bull Moose Club, which is at the iconic Machine Shed Restaurant in Urbania, Iowa. This is about uh, 20, 30 minutes uh, outside of Des Moines. And uh, the message with uh, Donald Trump Jr. was very clear. And it's what we've been saying all week. We have one enemy in these caucuses. It's not Haley. It's not DeSantis. It's complacency and overconfidence. Because uh, it's going to be right now, we're looking at Monday is going to be the coldest day for caucus in history of Iowa. Wind chill, it's now projected to get down to minus 20. Like, I don't even know what that is. Like, does a thermometer even... Can a thermometer even pick that up at minus 20? But uh, Donald Trump Jr. coming here today. This is one of these uh, caucus rallies to motivate Trump voters who are signed up to go to the caucus to get out there on Monday and vote. And uh, what Donald Trump Jr. basically said is what we've been saying for some time. This is going to be the last election. If we don't win, he said basically this. If, you're, if your goal was to completely destroy the country from within. Name one thing that you would do differently than the uh, Biden-Obama administration, that's really what it is, is doing now. And he was very candid in saying Obama's not making any, uh, Biden's not making any decisions, it's all Obama. And he said he encouraged uh, caucus goers here to don't look at the polling, don't be overconfident, brave the cold. He said we have to come out like we're 10 points down not 20 or 30 or 40 up. He also said, it's kind of interesting, It's he said some of the things we've been saying, that the uh, the expectation game is now that whatever President Trump wins Iowa by on uh, Monday night, whatever the number is, uh, they're going to say he underperformed. It doesn't matter. He can win by 20, 30, 40. Whatever the number is, they're going to say he underperformed. And basically, they, they're going to want to move forward with uh, the Haley candidacy because they got all this money. And, of course, the big donors and the consultants are driving this. So he said this has already been written by the fake news, I call it the state-run media, that uh, no matter what happens, they're going to say that Trump underperformed. He also really went after the elites, and he said it's it's really the billionaire class in this country and the donors that want the cheap labor. They want the open borders. They're driving this. He talked about uh, illegals coming in and kicking kids out of high school so we can go back to remote learning in New York where that's failed. And he said, you're you're paying for that. You're paying for your own kids to get kicked out of your own school to give them shelter, money, $500 a, a, a day, hotel rooms. And so uh, Donald Trump basically firing up the crowd here, uh, Donald Trump Jr. He also, interestingly enough, mentioned the J6ers. And he was not shy about this. He said, look, we're in a country right now, go figure this, where... Uh, if you showed up on J6, first of all, he called it the greatest unarmed, no, the I'm sorry, the only unarmed insurrection in the history of the world. Because <laughs> it was unarmed, right? And he said in, in the country that's armed to the teeth, nobody had any weapons. So what kind of an, it's, it's a, the whole thing's a joke. He said they're living a clown show, basically. And he said, we're in a country now where uh, you go to uh, you go to the Capitol you break a window, you get 17 years. But if you go to Minneapolis or you go to Seattle and you burn down a city, uh, you're treated like a hero, and it's called reparations. I mean, he just nailed it uh, today, and he said, uh, 
he said that that uh, the, the the key here was going to be getting out and getting out on Monday, knowing that this weather is going to be a disaster. Now we're supposed to be at the Cary Lake event tomorrow. We're we're going to get another eight, ten, twelve inches tonight. No one knows. Weather's been all over the board, but that is the number one thing. Now I can tell you, talking to caucus goers here, I, I want to tell you a couple things. You know, I've been at these things. Um, I've been at these a number of these, right? Cruise and what sixteen, and I guess it was uh, Santorum in twenty twelve. I've never seen a level of enthusiasm from caucus goers for candidate that I've seen here uh, tonight and for the three days uh, we've been in Iowa since uh, Sunday night. I've never seen this level of enthusiasm. That's what's driving these numbers. And these Trump voters, if they turn out, uh, this is going to be quite a stunning victory. But again, you know, you have to get out because polls don't win caucuses. Polls don't matter. You got to turn your people out. They got to stay there a couple hours. You know, if it's 20 below, I think, with the wind chill factor, uh, you got to basically bundle up, right? Action, action, action. Meantime, today, I'm going to give a poll that just came out, guys. If we can go to graphic A, uh, Wendell, this is going to be graphic A, my guys back in Denver. We go to graphic A and appreciate it. Uh, this is the, um, yeah, this is the uh, Suffolk poll that came out uh, last night. Basically, you can see that you've got Trump at 50 Eight percent. This is just a stunning number. He's at fifty-eight uh, percent. Haley's moved into second place now at fifteen percent. DeSantis at fourteen. So they're battling for second place. And uh, Trump with a whopping forty-three point lead. Ramaswamy has basically fallen off the uh, the the cliff here. He's no factor. But the key to this is, if DeSantis loses Iowa after spending all this money, and he's got four buses. I've got one bus. He's got four buses that have been, or three buses that have been here for a year. And he's supposed to have this great ground game. And Jeff Rose spent all this money. If he loses Iowa to Nikki Haley, I don't even know how he gets through New Hampshire. I think I think DeSantis is done after Iowa if he comes in this kind of a third with all the money they spent and everything they did in Iowa. I just don't see because he's now, I think, fifth in New Hampshire, fourth in New Hampshire. This guy's campaign's over on Monday night if that's what the results are. So look, we're, we're gonna be following it. Uh, Rav and I are gonna be live. Uh, we're gonna be breaking in live. I'm gonna have my live radio show, 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday. We're gonna be at a live precinct doing our show. We're all set up there. That's in Norwalk, Iowa, about uh, a half hour outside south of Iowa. And um, guys, I'm, I'm having a little trouble hearing. So uh, if we can... Uh, Tell me where we're going from here, but uh, Denver, hang in there with us. Okay, we're going to we're going to get uh, John M Mills uh, in a couple of minutes. I want to do one thing though. President Trump's campaign just released a new TV ad today, which is pretty compelling. Uh, we're going to play this as Earn Media. This is the Trump campaign ad just just hitting the major Iowa TV stations uh, about two hours ago. Roll the tape. Americans were promised a secure retirement. Nikki Haley's plan ends that. 
Social Security, Medicare, how would you manage the entitlements? We say the rules have changed. We change retirement age to reflect life expectancy. What we do know is 65 is way too low, and we need to increase that. Increase that. Haley's plan cuts Social Security benefits for 82% of Americans. Trump will never let that happen. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Okay, so that is the new Trump TV ad, pretty hard-hitting as they're looking to uh, get this. Joining us now, Donald Trump Jr. just came. Yeah, 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 you know. I didn't want to interrupt you, but, you you know. We were just talking about. Looking so good, John. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. So do you. Thank you. What would you think of our mega bus outside? It looked good, buddy. It looks good. Uh, Listen, enthusiasm on the ground feels good, but again. Biggest thing, I don't want people to have that apathy. Like, I don't know, you don't have anything in the bag until you do. You've seen all the games that people have played. You saw the games, frankly, in 16 that people were playing. Uh, Everyone's got to turn up. Everyone's got to call because everyone's going to vote. And the faster we end this thing, the faster we move on to take on the real challenge, which is the ridiculous policies of the Democrat Party. Is complacency the biggest enemy that you have now going into Monday? I think so. You know, again, you see the media pushing out. He's he's leading by so much. They want the story of, hey, there's you, you underperform by one point. Because they artificially boosted. Then they say there's blood in the water. They're go- he's losing his touch. It's, it's such nonsense. Anyone who watched the debate last night versus my father's town hall understands there's only one guy that can actually get this stuff done for our country, and it's my father. Uh, but they'll do whatever they can to try to stop that, as we've seen. What is, uh, as, you, as you go into the final days, is there anything here other than complacency that you want to get done? Anything that's keeping you up at night? No, we just got to keep going. You know, we, we get out there and we fight every day. What's, what's keeping me up at night is the thought of another four years of this ridiculous administration uh, pushing this insanity, destroying our freedoms, destroying our economy, destroying everything. Uh, you know, that keeps me up at night. That's why I'm out here. Don, final thing, because I know you got to go, uh, that I, I, I just want to get your thoughts on the phone call between Chris Christie and DeSantis yesterday. Uh, you kind of broke that down in your speech. I was wondering if you, you could elaborate on what you see as the significance of that. I mean, it just shows they're, it's, they're, they're all working together just to hurt Trump, right? They're, they're working, at this point, they're working for the Democrat Party, as far as I'm concerned, right? And, you know, Haley doesn't have a chance, but maybe she can siphon off more dollars. It's about dragging this thing out. It's about spending resources, time, and energy so that Joe Biden and the billionaire Democrat lunatic funding you know, his campaign can just stroll through to a general. They're, they're not actually trying to do anything for the Republican Party. They're trying to prevent Donald Trump from winning. Uh, and that's a big win for the Democrat Party. That was obvious. I mean, you heard the con- I mean, it's it's almost like, oh, my God, like I know it because I do this stuff every day. You sort of assume that's what they're doing anyway. Uh, you hear the words coming out of their mouth. It's so nefarious. It's so sick. It's so evil. But at least everyone knows exactly what's going on right now. And that should really influence a lot of people in the coming you know, weeks. All the money and all the time that DeSantis spent here in Iowa, spent a year, yeah. as you mentioned, a couple hundred million dollars. Oh, I don't think he's been in Florida. I live in Florida. Right. I haven't never, seen him in a never year. Never been there. It was, it was the perpetual book tour, the longest book tour in the history of book tours. Then there was an announcement. You know, there was 80,000 people without power in Florida this week. He's here doing that, you know, pursuing his ambitions, you know, and or working for the billionaires that were funding him until they saw him on stage for more than a second or two, who are now funding Nikki Haley. So uh, it, it's scary stuff. Then you hear the Nikki Haley stuff, and it's like, it's literally Hillary Clinton, like, pretending to be a Republican for Halloween or something like that. It, it, it's brutal. Like, she was made in a lab uh, by the neocon Republican billionaire class. It, it's scary stuff. So, uh, but again, I think people are seeing it. Final thing, if DeSantis finishes uh, third here in Iowa after spending all this money, 
Does he? Do you, spent two hundred million. Does he drop dollars. out? Two hundred million. He, he he probably doesn't because again his consultants will say. Keep going so that we can keep making money on the unnecessary ad buy. It's not about him winning or Nikki Haley winning. It's about draining the resources that Trump has so that he can't combat Joe Biden. Because we've seen there's no accountability for Republicans when they fail. They, they get to have a very nice, easy existence in Washington, D.C. if you become a weak establishment Republican. You know, when you're actually fighting, that's when it changes. Don Jr., thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Just heard live from uh, Don Jr. here at the Bull Moose Club, where uh, we're in Urbandale and basically uh, nailing it, saying the whole thing is complacency. we got to get out and vote. That is the purpose of these uh, of these caucus training meetings is what they, they say. But uh, Don Jr. Uh, really fired up. And, uh, you know, the, the other thing that he said, and uh, we need to really grasp this, as we were saying it earlier, I mean, DeSantis has spent, uh, just as Pacalota spent over $200 million in Iowa, and they got three buses running for a year, plus he had the book tour, and uh, he's about to finish third to Nikki Haley. If, if that happens on, on caucus night, uh, that becomes really the story. There's no really math for this guy to go on. I think his campaign ends before they get to New, New Hampshire because he's going to balance himself again there. What the donors are trying to do, what the globalist class, what the neocons want, what the deep state wants, is they want to somehow get Haley into a one-on-one -on -one with Trump that she can amass enough delegates that then she can't win. There's, there's no math for her to win. But enough delegates then to the donors to go to President Trump and try to compel him to put Nikki on the ticket with him. I don't think he's going to do that. You heard him last night. He said he had already made his, pretty much made up his mind up on who his running mate is going to be. He's not going to tell anybody who that is. A lot of speculation, uh, but we know who it's not going to be, and that's Nikki Haley. There's no way. It's not going to be DeSantis. It's not going to be Haley. It's not going to be any any of that. So I'm not even going to conjecture about uh, who, his, uh, who his choice is, but uh, President Trump's saying that he's made that. The other interesting thing that that uh, Donald Trump Jr. said here, and he said it two times. He said, look, I'm the son of a billionaire, and I'm still feeling it when I go shopping. I'm still feeling the pain of taking my three, uh, my two older boys to McDonald's, and it's a $39 bill. Like, who ever heard of that? And he said, I'm the son of a billionaire. You know, if I'm feeling it, everybody is feeling it. I think that's, that's really the bottom line here about what this is. So, folks, uh, we're live here. We got John Mills coming up in a couple of minutes. I'm John Frederick. We're subbing for Steve Bannon on War Room today. Steve, Steve will be back. Steve will be back at 10 a.m. tomorrow. So it's not like uh, you know you just got to get through one day without him. But you know, Steve has Steve has said this on War Room over and over that that really the goal here of the donor neocon deep state Republican establishment open borders class is to get Haley as VP on the ticket. That's really what their goal is. They know they can't win. They can't go to Milwaukee. They're, they're not going to have 2,200 delegates. That's not going to happen. So their goal at the end of the day is to try to get her as VP, and we're going to see what happens, all right? Don't forget, RAV continues on. We got the best coverage on the Trump campaign right here on Real America's Voice. John Fredericks, I'll be right back. Fireclan has just announced a huge holiday sale. Let me tell you why this is important. They're predicting another triple-demic this year. 
And the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it in the first place. That's why I got EnviroCleanse here in the war room in the Breitbart Embassy. The new science in home air purification is EnviroCleanse. The reason I love it, it was approved by the Department of Defense for use on Navy combatants. And as you guys know, I used to be on a Navy combatants. Now they have a limited time holiday sale. You'll save 30%. This is a one-time good deal. So why did I choose EnviroCleanse over all the others? Because EnviroCleanse is proven to capture and destroy cold and flu viruses over other purifiers. EnviroCleanse military-grade technology wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. This is why the Navy chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. The viruses will take care. The viruses that take down your family will be gone. Right now, you'll save 30% during their holiday sale. Plus, you get fast, free shipping. I'll repeat that. Free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use the code STEVE30 for 30% off. ekpure.com. STEVE30 for 30% off. That's ekpure.com. Code STEVE30. ekpure.com. Take action. Use your agency. Make sure you get ahead of this before flu season hits. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Uh, Matt, uh, we can get you every day on Breitbart. Where do people go to get your writings every day? Where do they go for that? Uh, yeah, just Breitbart.com. So, uh, or I'm also on True Social, so at Real Matt Boyle. I don't do the Twitter or the other social media, but uh, True Social is at Real Matt Boyle. Oh, they can do, do I remember you not doing Twitter? We don't have time. We'll get you back on another time. We'll talk about the to talk about the so Mad Boy took it taking a taking a break. It turned out to be a decade, but taking a break on Twitter. Matt, um, also the radio show. When is your? Uh, we did the start of the radio show at on Sunday nights. Bulls uh, people got to remember. Bull was on every week uh, with the uh, with the Dave Brat uh, beating Cantor when nobody knew Dave Brat on Sunday nights on Breitbart. Then we I got the Saturday Breitbart. show. Where you host the Saturday. The Saturday show now, where do they go? Uh, yeah, it's Saturday mornings on Sirius XM 125, the Patriot Channel. It's Breitbart News Saturday. It's 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. So they can tune in there uh, on Sirius XM. Perfect. Uh, Matt, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I will. Um, you know you're beloved by the MAGA movement and by the deplorables uh, across the country and actually throughout the world. People read you. Every word. People are always reaching out to me about what Boyle said, what Boyle's reporting is. Uh, there was a movement uh, a couple of months ago to draft you to run actually for the uh, Congress that people have told me they need fighters, they need smart fighters, and you're the perfect kind of guy to get in there. Where do we, where do we stand on that? Well, first off, there, there were a lot of people asking me to do it. Uh, I know you were out there asking me to do it. Uh, there were many people here throughout Northeast Florida in the 5th District that were asking me to do it. Uh, I've decided that I'm not going to this year. Uh, the reason being is that we have a heck of a presidential election in front of us, and uh, the, there are very few people around the media that are willing to tell the truth. Uh, and President Trump is going to need as many of us that are willing to uh, out here 
fighting that fight on a daily basis. That doesn't mean that I'm, uh, first off, I've met a lot of great people throughout the district and there is a great candidate running already. Uh, her name is Mara Macy. She's been fighting back her and her husband, uh, uh, who's in the, um, uh, in the military, uh, here, they've been fighting back against the vax mandates. They've been like the tip of the spear on that stuff. And, um, uh, she's she's fantastic. She ran last time, uh, but she had gotten in the race pretty late and uh, so didn't come up uh, on top. But I think that uh, people should watch her very closely. Um, but I've decided I'm not going to do it this time. Uh, that doesn't mean I won't do it possibly down the road. We'll see. But for now, I, I, I think I'm needed where I'm at. Uh, and the, uh, the movement needs me focused on telling the truth uh, and helping lead our young reporters here at Breitbart heading into this uh, critical election. You know, that decision was also, you know, people, there were certain people, I'll leave their names unmentioned, that really wanted you to come into the White House on Trump's first term, but it was determined that you, given the lack of really reporting we had that understood the MAGA movement, that you were much more important on the outside. If President Trump asked you, after his victory in November to join him in the White House, uh, would you be open to that? I, I, again, I would be open to anything like that. I don't know. I haven't had any conversation with President Trump about joining his team. Uh, but uh, if he ever did, uh, you know, certainly I would consider it. I would do anything I could to help the cause. So wherever I'm best uh, uh, able to help uh, the regular guy, again, that's my, my whole thing. I want to help the regular guy have a voice in the room. So if that's where the best outcome for that is, then, then I would be open to it, sir. Uh, you broke a big story this morning. I think this is exclusive. Tell us about this. This is another endorsement. In fact, Penny Nance, as soon as we free her up, she's going to join us in a second from Concerned Women for America about her endorsement. Uh, the gov new governor of Louisiana, endorsement for Tr President Trump, pretty big deal, right? Yes. So Jeff Landry, the newly inaugurated governor of Louisiana, has endorsed President Trump in 2024. Obviously, the Iowa caucuses are just days away on Monday. So this is another yet another huge endorsement uh, for President Trump. And it's it maybe one of the biggest that he's had at the beginning of this year uh, because Jeff Landry is fresh off a historic shocker victory in Louisiana last year. Everybody knew Landry was going to win the governor's race. But the fact that he did it without a runoff uh, really shocked the political world. I think the left uh, really kicked into high gear in places like Kentucky uh, and Virginia after they were shocked by Landry's victory uh, in October because uh, everybody knew Landry was kind of going to eventually win, but they thought they were going to get their Democrat into the runoff and whatever. Uh, the, the Landry won the jungle primary night, right? Like he shocked everybody. And so um, extremely popular uh, new governor of Louisiana and a huge endorsement for President Trump. Uh, Matt, give us your assessment of last night of the town hall and the debate and your assessment of uh, of where this thing stands going into to Iowa and particularly now with uh, Chris Christie thrown in the towel. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm shocked Christie lasted as long as he did in the race. I guess the field thinned a little bit last night uh, with Christie's exit uh, out of the uh, out of the race. Uh, but the uh, last night's uh, CNN debate, quote unquote, I mean, I didn't even treat it like it was a debate. Uh, you know, I'll run all of our debate coverage at Breitbart. We didn't bring on the full on team for this. Uh, we're going to save that for the Iowa caucus night on Monday night, just because it's kind of the JV team. And look, the only substantive thing I saw come out of the debate, and I was kind of flipping back and forth between the debate and the Trump town hall on Fox News, is that um, 
uh, out of the debate between Haley and DeSantis was they were both, you know, to varying degrees talking about wanting to raise the retirement age and cut Social Security and Medicare, whereas Trump over on Fox was saying he's never going to touch that stuff. And frankly, the fact that these establishment Republicans, the Paul Ryans of the world and the, the, you know, this is the the Rupert Murdoch's, all these types of people that what they want to do by going after the Social Security Medicare programs versus Trump wanting to protect those programs is a huge part of the reason why Trump is so popular among Republicans. Look, people paid into these their whole lives, right? Like they took our paychecks, right? Like go pull up your paycheck, right? Like and go look at the the withdrawals that they take out. The government takes out money, every paycheck for Social Security and Medicare withholdings, right? That's a promise that the federal government made to you, the American worker, uh, that needs Needs to be there at the end when you are ready to retire. And the fact that they keep trying to move the goalposts, these DeSantis's and Haley's and Paul Ryan's and Mitch McConnell's and all these people want to move the goalposts on that is a huge part of the working class rejection of the old guard establishment Republicans and a huge part of the reason why people are moving to new Republicans like President Trump, uh, people like Senator J.D. Vance in Ohio and, and um, you know, these uh, uh, you know, up and coming great candidates we're seeing around the country. Uh, the party is changing in, in in a good way, but a reason why they're leaving these failed Republicans in the past is a huge part of that is the the so called entitlement reform that you see these people push, and then also war. War is another major issue. And again, all you really kind of heard from the Nikki Haley's and Ron DeSantis's of the world last night was that they were looking for more ways to get us into war, whereas President Trump was on TV last night saying that he's going to keep us out of the wars. And he was talking about how he was the first president in modern history to not start a new one, right? Like, so the uh, war and uh, these promises that the federal government made to people are a huge part of the reason why. And you don't hear people talk about it, right? Like, you hear people talk a lot about immigration and trade. That gets a lot of the focus, and, and rightfully so, don't get me wrong. But those are other issues are major reasons why. And I think that was kind of the takeaway of both of those events last night. Uh, are you uh, concerned that Nikki Haley is going to be the repository of, uh, of the, uh, of the donor class uh, to, uh, to at least continue on? She's raising a lot of money, even at the end of the month after New Hampshire. Are you concerned about that? Uh, look, I mean, the, what, how it all comes down is how President Trump does in the margins, right? I'm fully confident that President Trump is going to win both Iowa and New Hampshire. The question is, is by how much, right? Like, and if he wins by huge amounts on both of those races, it's going to be hard for anyone to really genuinely consider continue their campaigns beyond New Hampshire. Um, the the question is, uh, you know, and certainly not beyond South Carolina later. I mean, it could end all right there. Um, the donor class establishment, old guard Republicans, those people we're talking about, they want her, they view her as a vehicle uh, to try to, conti- uh, to uh, uh, and they want to extract his, I don't even think they think they're going to beat Trump at this point, right? What they want to do is they want to extract as much as they can out of Trump when he's the Republican nominee for president. So they think that Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. What they want to do 
is they want to get as much as they can out of him on his way to the general election. Uh, so, with, you know, whether that's a running mate, whether that's, uh, you know, top surrogate placement, whether that's promises to, to, to the globalists that he won't touch this thing or that thing uh, if he wins the White House back, uh, which I fully expect him to do, by the way. I think he, that he is uh, way ahead of Joe Biden right now. And when he's the Republican nominee, I think that the this is way bigger than 2016, what's happening right now, uh, entering 2024. Uh, but the fact is, is that what this is about is about a power struggle, right? Like they want to extract as much as they can out of Trump on his way back to the White House uh, versus uh, and that's the story, the way to look at this story, right? So Nikki Haley is a vessel to do that. She's running against him for that entire purpose. So if they can try to trip Trump up and maybe she stays in the race through Super Tuesday or in the next week after that, uh, you know, then the longer she, you know, they get to stay in and the longer it takes for Trump to wrap it up, the more they think they can get out of him later. And so that's the question is, is can Trump wrap it up quick? Uh, then Trump owes nobody nothing. And Trump owing nobody nothing means he's a very dangerous man for the globalists. Uh, brilliant analysis, as always. Matt Boyle, uh, national political editor for Breitbart. Matt, social media, where do people get you? The radio show's 10 a.m. on uh, on um, Sirius XM, Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays. And you can go to Breitbart.com and get all Matt's writing. Where, what's on, where on social media, Matt? On True Social, it's at Real Matt Boyle on True Social. And then again, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Yeah. Keep, keep fighting, brother. Incredible. Incredible yeah. series. We're going to put them all up. Make sure everybody gets them. Uh, and I hope the president sits down with you shortly. Again, thanks. Thanks, Steve. Incredible. That's real reporting right there from uh, one of the toughest, smartest guys in this business. Uh, let's go to Penny Nance, Concerned Women for America. Uh, Penny, give me your assessment of Iowa. I think you're you're endorsing the president. G- give me your assessment of his town hall last night and uh, in the run up to uh, the Iowa caucus, ma'am. I think the president did a good job and uh, he, I think, spoke into the life issue in the way that people understood it. He was very clear um, where we are on a federal level is different than where we are on a state level. And Concerned Women for America has been on the f- very forefront of fighting for life. And we were very grateful. I was very grateful to stand with President Trump on the stage at the March for Life. He was the first president ever to be willing to walk just down the street and be with hundreds of thousands of pro-life Americans on cold and windy January day. Um, and then, of course, he gave us 270 uh, con- constitutionalist judges. And three Supreme Court justices, which did, as he pointed out, they terminated Roe v. Wade and gave us a completely different ability to advocate for life and to bring people with us. And uh, over half the states now have come toward our side on this issue. Some have gone further left, but we're going to continue to work on that. And now we really can. The other thing, Steve, that you may not even be aware of is that President Trump was the first candidate to sign the CWA pledge to American women, stating very clearly that there's only two genders, only women can have babies. Um, He actually laughed when he read that line. He's like, I can't believe I have to sign a pledge that actually says this. But also vowing to stand with women in policy and law. You can see him, right? It's standing with American women in policy and law, in the unique dignity of women, including women's sports. Uh, We have a whole group of Young Women for America leaders that are down in Phoenix right now, today, advocating to Charlie Baker and NCAA. Yep. 
Penny, can you hang on for one second? We'll take a short break. Penny Nance joins us on the other side. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. And use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code FRIDAY76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Penny Nance joins us from Concerned Women of America, one of the most prominent voices in this movement. Penny, in 16, one of the critical reasons, one of the reasons we won is the life movement came together and support President Trump and had massive turnout, 2020 also, in his second victory. Um, but the game's changed after Dobbs. The left thinks that this is the weakest part that we have, and they're coming full force to bring the Taylor Swift crowd with them. I think one of the biggest concerns people have is, is the leadership in the life movement coming together to make sure that we have an angle of attack on this? President Trump, I think, is doing a a, a great job, but the question is, at, at the Penny Nance level and the leadership here, is it coming together in one organized effort, ma'am? I'm so sorry, I've lost sound. I don't know if okay, you all can better. hear me. Okay. There yeah, you go, I got you back. Yeah, we can go hear ahead. you, ma'am. Okay. Go ahead. Great. Yeah. And I, I heard part of what you said, Stephen. I think I understand. Listen, you're right. Life is a winning issue. The day that Donald Trump got on stage and took on um, Hillary Clinton and told her he was not in favor of ripping a baby out of its mother's womb, he set the stage and people understood that he understood what was happening. You have the consultant class that says, don't talk about it, run away from it. The truth is, when you do what the president did, you win. And Republicans have been hiding behind, I don't know, their their mother's skirt tails on this issue. We need to make sure that the American people understand what abortion really is and what it looks like. They need to understand um, fetal development. They don't have a basic understanding. But the truth is, when you teach them, when you tell them at 15 weeks, the little baby has all of her major organs, eyebrows and fingernails, can hear and respond to her mother's voice and feels pain, 
everybody's mind changes. In fact, the majority of the American people are with us on the issue of abortion. When you at least speak to them at just a, a limit at some level, 15 weeks. So that's where we have, I think, the most ability to get something over the um, finish line right now, but we can do better certainly and have done better in many states. And so it is our job as the pro-life movement to continue to work, to continue to advocate and educate. And it is absolutely a winning issue. And we at Concerned Women for America will never let up until every baby is protected. Penny, where do people get you on social media? Where do they get you? Uh, we're going to have you on the run-up to uh, the uh, March for Life next week. But where do Great. people get you in the interim? Where do they get you on social media? So what we're website on, they go we're to? On all, we're on Truth. We're on um, Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And I am as well, um, at PYNance. So we'd love – and at Concerned Women for uh, Instagram and then CW4A on Twitter and also on Truth. So – we would love to everyone to follow you, and I can't wait to be back with you, Steve. Thank you for your great work. No, uh, you're you're one of the leaders and one of the fire breathers in this, and uh, we appreciate you being the tip of the spear, ma'am. Penny Nance endorses personally endorses President Trump for president. She's one of the leaders of pulling together the leadership of the Right to Life movement, who are some of the most powerful, dedicated people in our movement to yeah. make sure that they're on point because, hey, the left is coming on this one right now. They think they got they think they think got us on the run, and they don't. Penny Nance, thank you. Thank you. Um, Jim Rickards was on the show the other day. We did an hour with him. Uh, I've got the interview up. We're going to break it down even more so people can enjoy it more. Uh, make sure you go to uh, uh, Paradigm Press, Strategic Intelligence. This is a newsletter that everybody ought to consider getting. If you liked what Jim had to say the other day on geopolitics and economics, I think one of the most important things he said is you can't understand modern politics until you understand the economics and back of it. That's one of the watchwords of the show. We absolutely believe it. Strategic intelligence is his newsletter. That's a primary newsletter. So go to Paradigm Press today and check it out. We'll put uh, all, the, uh, all the information on how you get there. And immerse yourself in information. Mike Lindell, uh, brother, uh, tell me what's going on. I think we're looking good in uh, Iowa. I thought President Trump's town hall was great last night. Of course, the debates between, the, you know, DeSantis and Nikki, who cares? Um, right. Give me uh, – the audience wants to know they love these massive discounts you're giving us. They love the fact of access to special deals, free shipping, all of it. Where do we stand, brother? Well, I will say this. Uh, this afternoon, Steve, when I come on your show, you're going to get some of the most shocking news you've ever heard. I don't want to say it now uh, because I haven't ran it by you, Steve, but this is, uh, you, you're not going to want to miss the show this afternoon. This will probably be the, uh, one of the top stories in the country. Um, but for now, you guys, the, all your support, we need it now more than ever. Um, uh, you guys, the War Room Posse, you guys have helped us so much. We're gonna we're we're gonna run that Christmas special with the flannel sheets. We have them left. That's the War Room sheets. We're calling them the War Room sheets. Uh, Twenty nine ninety eight promo code War Room. Uh, the uh, as, and uh, as low as twenty nine ninety eight, depending on your size. And um, and then we have uh, everything ships for free. Your entire order ships for free. There they are, all the sizes, all the colors. I have. Uh, I have, uh, I slept on them last night. They're the best sheets, flannel sheets you will ever use. And uh, uh, 800-873-1062, my operators love talking to you. Remember, they're all directly employed by me. They absolutely uh, 
love the War Room Posse. Your hoarder ships for freedom. There we go. We we have the War Room special on the $29.98 MyPillow 2.0. $5 more. You get the king size. The lowest price in history for the War Room Posse. The best sheets ever, as low as $24.98. Now, that's your... That's your uh, uh, percale sheets, we have the Giza Dream sheets, but those flannel sheets you guys got to get. And then you have the beds and the My Pillow mattress toppers. These products are made in the USA. It supports all of my workers out there, but it gets you the best sleep ever. Take advantage of that free shipping. I'm still giving out. I'm, we're covering the shipping. Those are high. Come right to your door in a box. These matches, the, the best okay. mattresses you, you will ever okay. use. Remember, we have a 60-day okay. money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty, Steve, on everything. Okay. We've sold in total 82 million. Am I correct? 82 million my pillows. Pillows. Yep. Yeah, Lumpy pillows. We sold 82 million. Okay. Two and a half million. Unbelievable. It, amazing. Our, our, our target. Our target. Our target is 100 million. Uh, I want everybody to go to the site, MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. You get the MyPillow 2.0. Check it out. Remember, Mike Lindell's got free shipping and all this. Mike, we got to bounce. Look forward to having you back on this afternoon. Keep fighting, brother. I'll no. give you a call after the show. Mike Lindell, 873-800-873-1062. Tell those operators we're not going to let the IRS shut them down. Holy War takes us out. Charlie Kirk is next. Jack Vasovic after that. We're back 5 to 7. We'll be live in Iowa. In the 5 o'clock hour, and I will be here with about 30 guests at 6 o'clock, including live in Taiwan. See you back here 5 to 7 in the world. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. 
Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM Health, all one word, WARROOMHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.